0: okay let's do this hello guys welcome to another episode of my podcast channel oh my gosh each time I think about it I just feel like (sighs) no excuses right but it's been a while that's the thing I'm trying to say it's been a while that I came here to record it's been a while that I came here to share And I thought I was going to do better. I honestly thought I was going to do better in the new year, but here we are, and we're just pretty much trying to (laughs) take it a step at a time. So what do I have for you guys today? Nothing too spectacular. I mean, you may have heard about um, what I'm about to say, but nothing beats, you know, sharing your story and also sharing your own perspective to things and seeing how other people could learn from it. So a couple of weeks back, that should be in um, in January, right? The I think the last week in January. I'm not so sure. Either the last week in January or the first week in February. Anyways, um, I had this um, invitation to speak to a bunch of tech talents um who were oh yeah who were because i'm not sure if they've graduated from the program anyways but they were um pretty much enrolled in a um, products design and developer school and um in my previous job yeah i part of my work was to design And um, pretty much facilitates those kind of programs, right? So I got an invite from um, the partner, the partner of my former organization who implemented the project. And they wanted me to come speak at a mentorship section um, where I'd pretty much be sharing how to become better at what you do um actually the topic was how to become best at what you do and i sort of like tweaked it into how to become better at what you do i'm going to put the link to the youtube video that highlights everything i shared with them just in case you want to go back um and then get a sense of you know what i spoke to them either i'm going to put the link either on this episode channel or the link is actually on my bio on instagram i'm gifted anyway by the way um, Yeah, so I was speaking to them and I shared a bunch of things to them from my story, how I got into tech, how, you know, I've been able to uh, grow in my career and one of the things that I know that I spoke to them about was how in all of my career's journey, in all of my wins and all of, in quotes, my lessons learned. One of the things that has stuck with me, one of these major, major, major insights that have stuck with me, is the fact that people create platforms. Um, and this this particular insight leans to the point that if you want to get a next step in your career or a next step in whatever venture you you, you are currently in, you just need to talk to the right set of people. You just need to made that one person or that two people or three people that would help you jumpstart, you know that next venture of your life and then you know i was just thinking because um after that session i had a bunch of requests from people who attended saying they wanted me to mentor them and one actually was really persistent right and she came back to me and she said okay you know what I want to learn how to network. I want to learn how to build my circle, right? Cause she, I have a sense that she got, you know, that insight on how I said people create platforms and how you need people, you need not just people, but you need people who are aligned with your vision, who know that um, they want to be a part of your, of your journey, right? Who for one reason or another, they just admire you and they just want to help you. You need those set of people, to help jumpstart, you know, whatever next venture and all of that stuff. And she said, so I want to learn how to get better at networking. How do I create conversations and sustain it? I'm not kidding. When she told me this, I said, you know, what, I, I know I get a bunch of this kind of requests and not just because of, you know, those requests. I also thought that it'd be good to create, say, a resource where anybody who asks me about um you know how to get better at networking that resource that any of the any, any person can just go back to and just listen and what better way to do that than creating a podcast episode out of it so i'm using one bed no no one one bird i'm using one stone to kill two birds yes um so yes the disclaimer hmm I know I'm kind of like good with networking. I know I, I'm kind of like good with talking to people and getting to know them, um, but I don't do it often as I used to before. And I, I also think as um, that also could be because um, sometimes my social energy just you know really gets so low that I don't want to talk to anybody. But there are times I'm super pumped to meet new people. And because of the job that I do, and because of, you know, how I've come to realize that I am actually interesting people out there, most times, when I don't feel like it, I, I have a roadmap, sort of, that helps me feel like it, and helps me make, and helps me rather make the most out of it. So, on this episode, I've titled this episode, um, The Rookie's Guide, or A Rookie's Guide to Networking. Um, I'm going to be sharing with you guys how to network and how to create conversations and then sustain it. First of all, I'd like to say that we are humans. What that means is we love to interact regardless of if you're an extrovert, an introvert or an ambivert. We love to interact. We love when we are talking to people who we are comfortable with and who we find peace with right so knowing that as humans we love to interact and we love to talk to people who are comfortable with us and who for some reason create safe spaces for us it helps you to understand that you can literally talk to anybody if you're able to you know check these boxes that I just mentioned. Meaning, if you're able to create safe spaces for people when you talk to them, and if you're able to um, create some level of peace when you um, you talk to them, what that means is, you want people, when you try to network with people, when you try to meet people, you want people to know that they can be themselves with you and you can be themselves with them because um one thing i've I've come to realize in my networking journey is (sighs) how do i say this people like when you come off to them as genuine and sincere as you are and people can tell when you just want to get something out of them and when you're not your genuine self so having that mentality that humans love to interact and they love to talk when they are at peace and when they are comfortable with you um, helps you to first of all lower your guards right lower your guards to wanting to be that perfect person lower your guards on wanting to talk to someone just because of what you want to get out of it right Um, so the next thing i'm going to say is that networking entails connecting and then talking right but if you want to be effective at it you want to know that or you want to apply the creative ways and you know the sincere ways which I already spoke about which is being a safe space and then um, coming off with sincerity and hoping that the other person will do the same. So I don't want to make this episode too long so I'm just going to give you the three steps or four steps that I think can help you become better at networking. Um, the first point I mentioned, which is, you know, people like to talk and people like to be comfortable with um, people when they talk with them and they love to be in safe spaces. It's like the generic, it's like the thumb of rule, right? When, before you even go to network. So after you've sort of like created that safe space for yourself and also for people that you potentially meet, these steps that I'm going to be sharing with you are the steps that will help you then get better at it and then help you create those connections and then sustain it first of all i like to say that becoming better at networking is it takes practice right sometimes you'd feel it sometimes you feel like you've gotten enough of it other times you just don't want to talk to any other person so you want to also understand that it's not a how do i explain it it's not something that you it's not something that you can A hundred percent gets at first, especially if you are new to networking, but as you consistently do it, as you consistently put yourself out there to speak to people, meet people and network with people, you just get a sense of the fact that, okay, this thing flows and it's just working without you having to force any conversation. So the very first thing you need to know is that, and this may sound cliche, but you need to have a sense of who, what, and why you want to connect to that person. For the who, you want to have a sense of who are those, or yes, who are those categories of people that you want to connect with, that you want to perhaps in the long run have them a part of your circle, right? Um, so a case of point would be if you are in your say twenties to twenty seven, and you're just say starting your career. Chances are that you want to meet people who are doing stuff that you want to do, people who have gone ahead of you, um, people who are in the same industry as you are, people who, you know, you can have a sense of, okay, there's a certain level of growth that they've exude, right, I don't know if that English is correct, but yeah, a certain level of growth that they've exude and that you want to be, um, a part of in your nearest future. So that answers the who and the who could also cut across age categories, right? It could be that you want to network with people who are for example, I said you are currently, say you're in your 20s to 27, you want to network people who are your peers or you want to network people who are above you. So that gives you a sense of who. So whenever you go to a gathering, whenever you are online or whenever you are in an event, you have a sense of, okay, this is the demography of person I would like to meet. So in my head, sometimes when I go out for this event, I have a sense of the categories of people that will be in that room, right? So. And having that generic sense of, okay, this set of people will be in this room, I kind of like narrow it down to the who, right? And also depending on, I don't say mood, but also depending on what I want to get out of that event. So if I want to get uh, um, potential um, friends from a particular event based based off from where I'm at or based off from where I'd like to be. I have a sense of okay, this is the category of person that I would like to meet. So when I see them, I know that this is who I want to meet, right? So having that pre, pre, um, pre notion of who that person, who is that person I want to meet, it helps me, it helps me figure it out when I get to the event, and I'm not just talking to anybody. And like it's targeted, like I know, okay, this is the category of person I want to talk to. And then also having a sense of what. So what do you want to talk about? So you have, you already know that, okay, you want to network with a pair, right? Who is in a industry, or an industry rather, that you want to go into. So the words would be, what are those things you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about your life? Do you want to talk about your career journey? Do you want to talk about your interests? Do you want to learn more about their interests? Do you want to know what they find interesting? And sometimes, you may not have a sense of all the what, But when you have an idea of what you want to talk about, it helps you to even drive conversations. So a case in point, um, I I organized an event in January. Um, So it was meant to be like a tech talent event and all of that stuff. And um, honestly, when I went to that event, I did not... mm, Because I was planning the event here, I did not plan to network, in quotes, so much, you know, but I had a sense of, if I was going to network with anybody, I had a sense of the category of person I was going to meet, right, so when I saw this particular person who is now a friend of mine, um, it just made sense because I had an idea of who I wanted to meet i didn't have like a full idea of what so the conversations i had with him when we met was so he had dreads i was i am currently on dreads, so that sort of like created like a soft touch landing even when i was talking to him and honestly it just started it was it just started flowing right because it felt like okay we had like a similarity not just even in our, in our hair but um based off on some of the things that currently working on and on some of the things that i'd like to work on so as time went on the words became clearer i could see the words that i could talk to him about and we vibed honestly and um it made it easy to to have that sense of the words right that i was talking to him and eventually now led to my why so my why of connecting with him was because of okay this guy is doing something which is really amazing really interesting i like to learn more about um and also there is a similarity between our paths so it makes sense to want to connect more with this person so i've sort of like checked the boxes of the who the what and why right um so yeah so that's like the first the very first lesson mm, the very first step that you should in mind after you've had that generic sense of people like to talk and people like to connect. Mind you this person that I, I connected with at this event is actually an introvert, right? And if I'm being honest when I was connecting with him on the in that event rather, I wasn't like my, I wasn't my best in my social energy. I was just having conversation with someone who I found really interesting and because of the what and the why, which helped me to sort of like guide our conversations, he was also able to talk to me, right, because I have created that safe space and I created, not just that I created it right, I was being sincere with myself and, you know, that made him comfortable talking to me, that made him want to learn more about me, so yeah, um, you need to have a sense of, oh, what and why you want to connect with that person. Then two, uh, which I've already sort of like mentioned, you want to draw them into the conversation. You want to listen to them speak and you want to find your similarities. I know that <laughs> I've said that people like to talk and people just want to be, you know, in a safe space when they talk with you. But you also want to understand that communication and networking is a two-way street. As much as you like to talk, you want to take a chill And also listen to them talk listen to them you know be like get in like get involved in the conversation that they try to have with you so that way they know that you are talking to them and you are listening to them and it may surprise you but a lot of people don't know how to listen right and when you get a knack of listening especially when the other person you're trying to connect with is sharing their stories with you and it's not like you're just trying to cut them and you talk your own no when you have a sense of your listening they know that okay this person is paying attention and they want to they want to get you to talk as well so you see that it eventually would now flow Right, um, and this also goes to character building. Some of us we need to build our character in listening. I'm not there yet, but I try to listen as much as I can when people talk to me. Um, character helps you, character singles you out from the lot when you need to connect with people who are easily um, admirable by a lot of people. That may, I don't know if that makes sense. So, take for example, you want to talk to a iboku washika for example at an event what differentiates you from any other person is your character how do you put yourself out there how do you talk how do you listen to her when she talks what value do you have to bring to the table right because you want to also understand that in networking there is there should be some sort of value exchange right Um, and if you if you're listening clearly to what i said about how um you know people want to learn more about you and aside you wanting to learn more about them they want to what keeps that conversation going is if from their own point of view they see value in creating a relationship with you or you know value in wanting to connect with you so the second thing which is the second step is you want to build character by building character you want to build on yourself you want to develop yourself you want to present yourself not just present but you want to be that person that comes with value that person that knows how to listen that person that knows how to talk that person that knows how to dress because honestly mm, you may not want to accept it but people are also drawn by what they see right so you want to come off as someone that's you know um, dresses well dresses appro- appropriately who talks well who is not a you know who is not an, a jerk i don't know um yeah but who is just ha- a happy person who likes to connect and who has you know um, value to offer um so then the second step is beating character which i've already explained um so after after, after you've built character, after you've already done your assignment on knowing the who, the what, and why, uh, you want to make sure that you are in their mind's eye. You want to make sure that you create a good impression. And honestly, there is no um, there is no roadmap in creating a good impression. You honestly just want to create a good impression regardless of you not knowing how to create a good impression. But something that I know that has helped in creating good impressions um, because creating good impressions also helps when, you know, you want to sustain that connection. Um, Yeah, so something that I know that has helped in creating good impressions is you, you just being human, right? Human in, um, you know, how you view life. Um, about things, and human in um, just wanting to connect and wanting to know them for who they are. For example, you could be connecting with someone, and then your good impression that you may leave for that person could be that, oh, this person loves to paint, or this person, aside you know, the old career talk and all of that stuff, this person likes to dance, and you know, she likes to go salsa dancing, or she likes to go to the art galleries, or she likes a particular genre of music. Um, good impression of you know what you've done in the past that. Um, you probably mentioned that the person finds really interesting and all of that stuff. Good impression as well in how you speak and how you talk. I've had people say, oh, they like how I present myself and that was like a good impression to them. I've had people say, oh, they like how my view is about life and that was like a good impression to them. So you want to find your own good impression. What is that strength that you have that you can rely on or lean on as a good impression do you know how to dress very well do you have a good you know perfume selection do you know how to talk very well yeah so rely on your strengths and try to draw one good impression that you can create so one time i read this book um, and something that struck me when i i can't remember the book this particular book that i read but a particular point that i can remember i got from this book was that If you are in a room of a thousand and one people, right, you want to separate yourself. You want to single yourself out. And part of the strategies that, you know, the book said was you want to dress so good that, for example, people can remember you based off on the color of your dress or the color of your shoes or your type of hairstyle, right, or something. So you want to rely on whatever strengths that you have to create that good impression. So you've, you've had a sense of your what, your why and your who, you've developed character, you've created a good impression, how do you then follow up and how do you ensure that you are sustaining your conversation and your network with this person? And in one word you have to be intentional, intentional in planning to reach out, intentional in planning to follow up. Um, so this person that I met at that event that I mentioned, after the event we connected again and we, we thought, you know what, let's go see you know, something together, let's have lunch together and all of that stuff. And also because this person is someone that I'd, I really would like to be friends with. Um, and I'm sure is you know, it's um, symbiotic. It was easy, right, because we, we, we were open to connecting more after our first meeting. So, and in doing that, in sustaining conversations and building that network, you want to water it. Water it by checking in on them. Water it by, you know, um, um, just having conversations with them, getting to know them more as humans and you also allowing yourself to be known right because just like what i said is a two-way street and you don't want to you don't want to create that notion of oh they're always talking and they're always giving and you're not giving back and honestly giving back is really not that hard giving back to be in your time it could be in your resources by you know you know just calling them it could be Um, remembering their birthdays it could be just being consistent and connecting with them i can say this because i've all i've also had a fair share of not what watering a particular connection a particular relationship um and you know the quote that says that if if the i think it's it's like if the Time you meet somebody is when you need something from them. Then it's too late to build that relationship. I've had my own fair share of not connecting and watching my relationships or my networks, and this is why I I have been really intentional in watching it, right? Um, so but there was this one time I tried reaching out to someone who was in my network. I haven't spoken to him for like in a while, and I needed I needed like help with. Setting, certain, um, I think that helped with a certain application I was trying to prepare for. And I don't know, but it just came off strong that, you know, the response I got from him, even at that, at that point in time, I didn't see why, you know, he would give me that response. I had a sense of, um, okay, this person would have loved that I watered my connection with him. And it's a two-way street also because I've had people who they are in my network they don't reach out to me as often as they they think they should or as often as I think they should but when they reach out to me to help I also help because I mean people go through stuff and you don't know what they've been going through so even if they've not been reaching out to you and all of that stuff doesn't mean that you've not been in their mind so it's a two-way thing you want to balance it you want to you want to um connect with them and not come off strong as true key but you also want to ensure that you're watering your you're watering your your connection with them in such a way that regardless of where that person is when you try to reach out to them maybe for a potential help or a potential collaboration they don't come off strong to you that oh so you're reaching out to me because you need something from me okay so this should be like my longest Podcast episode, honestly, and I really do hope that you learn one or two things from it. So, yes, um, I also think that the best way for me to be creating podcasts is, aside from my inspirations as it comes, is please tell me what you would like to learn from me. I think it helps me to also narrow down, you know, the things that I would like to talk about. Um, so yes, because this episode was inspired by one of the attendees of that event, and yes. Um, just, I mean, you know where to find me. I'm gifts, I borrow anywhere. So you can just send me a DM if you are privileged. I have my WhatsApp number. Send me a WhatsApp number. Send me a WhatsApp message, rather. Or just send me a message on Instagram, wherever you think you can find me I'm on, I'm on LinkedIn as well. And just let me know what you'd like to hear from me. Alrighty, bye.